0: Get your wet ass away from me, you wet. Uh, it's we are live. Not, not a kitty scratch tonight. <laughs> Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy. Joined by my co-host, Sean Rigsby. We got the one and only, infamous... Don't do that. Mr. Don't TikTok do that. himself. Don't do that. My it ain't boy, like... That. Shua. shoe <laughs> You have now been on the show more times than you viewed it. So, congratulations! You know
1: that's that's, that's probably a- not wrong because uh, I really don't take in other people's content, man. A, I think that's a dick. I mean, hey, I think it's healthy I, not to watch other people's shit. Hey, make time for your boys, man. And make right, time I'll, for you. I'll, I'll watch this one back. I over. I, will, can, I,
0: I got that jab from Sean, so that was Sean's
1: good jab. I stole it from him. I just couldn't help myself. Oh, the fact that I've I've been on more times now than I've seen it. Yes, sir. That's a good. That's a good jab. It's accurate. It's fuck. That's why it's funny. But <laughs> hey, I'm not you know a what? hater.
0: Welcome I'm back to the fuck. show. I know you're not, man. You know we all just like to give each other shit for any reason we can, and so that's what we're gonna do. We love you. That's, you love us. It's all good. Some people nice. from the outside might be like, "Man, do them guys hate each other?" Like, no, it's love, Some man. Some guys may think it. <laughs> they may it's think love. It. it's love. It's so. love. Right on. Anyway, so
1: well. uh, Guest of the show, what you drinking on Shua? Uh, well, it was uh just unsweet tea and lemonade just a minute second ago, but I do have a bunch of crap here that I can choose from. I just happened to get a uh, package in the mail today. Good timing, man, bro. I literally opened the box like an hour ago, so I'm glad they made it. Courtesy of Big Easy to get them over to my house, man. I'm I'm super stoked about that because, like you know, uh, obviously getting out to the East coast for me is not the easiest thing in the world. So hey, I right. told you what I tell you, man, what I tell you, when
0: he was like, dude, I really need one of each. I'm I'll, make stoked. Sure, I'll make sure you get it, bro. I didn't get an autograph though, bro. I didn't get them autographed either. So you got <laughs> memories.
1: <laughs> I, I ain't asking to autograph. Shit. So. <laughs> how, right. How many jars did you, did you sign?
0: Me, yeah, I will say fifty uh, for hooch. <laughs> hooch made him sign every jar he had. He, I think he bought like forty cases or something like that, It made Sean sign every single one of them. It was amazing.
1: I was about to say, man, I'm I'm surprised. Uh, you don't have carpal tunnel with probably how many yeah, times you had to how sign. I mean, do you things? think
0: you did? You did sign Sean? Well, <laughs> I'd say between one and two
2: hundred, honestly, because he said that they saw.
0: Was Damn. it two or three hundred within the first couple hours? I believe that. Um, I know b- between me, Hooch, and the uh, Masters, and uh, we bought a hundred jars. You know <laughs>
1: that's that's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> that's show. That's showing up, bro. That's like let's go. Uh, it was, man. It was. Oh uh, yeah, and
0: Noble. You know, like, it, it, and then Sean, you made a huge order for everybody else. So it's like. Dude, there was two hundred jars gone like that, before, and that was before everybody stood in line. It, it was it was a great time, man. Right, that's what cool as shit, uh, what,
2: are you, what are you drinking on, Easy?
0: So, uh, uh Mister Hyde, I finally got my my jar from Sean, my bottle. You uh, know, it only took a little while, but I'll take it. Peach pie spirit. So I, I tried it yesterday, but, um, yesterday I did a run and we had the guys over from America on whiskey podcast and they had never seen a uh, still run in person, <laughs> you know, ever. I've never been around it. And, uh, you know, there's some good dudes. And so I went to the podcast Wednesday and so I roll over there and I got all these, you know, I, I got peach brandy and I got mixed drinks, uh, you know, and, these dudes are sampling uh, sampling moonshine that I brought. And, you know, halfway through the night, you know, we're all family. I got these dudes buzzed up. We're on our podcast. We're having a good time. And I just keep handing Uncle Joey's next to me. And, like, there's six big-ass dudes down in this basement, man. It, it starts getting stuffy. So you just keep drinking so you don't mind. And <laughs> I'm handing Uncle Joey drinks all night long. And everything you hand this dude, he's like a camel. He's just taking them. And then I'm just like, man, I'm, i I got to make a run on Sunday because we got the uh, Farm to Bottle coming up in a week and a half. <laughs> so I invited him over. Sean stopped by. The master stopped by, you know. It was six dudes hanging out running shine, man.
1: So lost, uh, it was a good I lost time. lost my uh, – I can't hear anything. Can you all it's hear good.
0: me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I can't yeah. hear you. All right, back out come back in. Uh,
2: this so, I wonder if it's.
0: <laughs> so, we'll, we'll wait on you to figure out what he's got going on. And he might need to leave and then come back.
2: Yeah, if he's typing anything, it, it's going to take him a while to get
0: a little in. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, we definitely. <laughs> have some and uh, they don't let like, you touch something. That's what happened.
1: Nope, we're back. We're good. Leave it the fucking alone. Right. I'm done now. Right. I swear right. to God. I swear to God, I'm not gonna touch a fucking thing again.
0: Sit I'm on your hands.
1: Legitimately shit. done. You won't even. Hey, you won't even oh, you. much. Oh, cool. <laughs> fuck me, running, dude. I literally opened up another browser to like close something out, and it like took all my audio away. And I'm yeah, like, Fucking a, dude. I'm not touching nothing else. We're good. So. Uh, that's shit. So. I finally got this peach
0: pie. I said it tastes a lot better than it did yesterday because I was so taste bud blind. Because I'm, you know, they're all over here for running shine. I'm handing them everything. I got shit from the jam. I got shit. Sean gave me. Sean showed up with a box. And these dudes they never really drink shine. So you know what do you do when you have new people over who have never really drank moonshine? You give them as much as they physically want.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try all of it. You
0: damn right!
1: Like this was made all- by so and so in this state, and this is made by so and so in that county. And holy, they're like, "What the fuck, dude? What?"
0: Uh, before they came over, I was like, "Hey, man, I got liquor made by Shiners from all over the country. <laughs> what do you want to try?" <laughs> hey, Noble knows, no first time. Noble, hey, first time you come to my barn, I'm probably gonna get you fucked up. Like, I mean, for real, you come over the first time. I'm gonna get you smashed. Uh Noble knows. Uh Aaron Noble, he was there. First time he come over. I thought he was gonna need a DD home. You know, hooch. All right, hooch drunk in five minutes. <laughs> and that's just name a few. So we're gonna have a good time. But anyways. Yep.
2: I'm drinking on all uh dum-dums. Well, um, I'm getting ready to. I haven't cracked it open yet. It's Blackberry Shine. <laughs>
0: So uh, that's from Uncle Dum Dums Distillery down in Florida, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, Yep, The guy that had the release with me, Daryl Flack, and this is forty proof. So I'm assuming he can't count any higher than that. I don't
0: know. Well, I mean, um, he's only got he's only got him and his wife's fingers and toes. That's forty. So good point. You know, after that, you know, it is what it is. But so well, uh,
2: yeah, I'm gonna,
0: go ahead. Oh, you're good. All right. Well, you work on that. So I I grabbed that jar, that bottle for Sean when I was down in Florida over Memorial Day. Um, I went a little out of my way to hit Uncle Dum Dum's Distillery because you know I'm, I'm down that way, man. What's what's 30 minutes out of my way to see you know right. you, you know? And so yeah, I pull in there and I'm there 10 minutes early. He's not allowed to open for two o'clock. I'm sending messages <laughs> like, bro, oh, open the door early for me. I don't get it. Like I won't touch nothing. <laughs> And so you know it's a nice little distillery, beautiful still, all kinds of liquors. I only got to try one because I had a twelve hour drive. And I hit up old Sean and Lamasters like, Hey man, I'm at Uncle Dum Dum's bro, what do you want? And they're like, Give me a corn liquor, and they each said some flavor, and that's what they ended up with. So I drove out I drove out all the way to Sean from from Florida. So I I I the, was worth it. I'm
1: the same way, man. If I'm close to something or if I'm around something, dude, I'm popping in and I'm grabbing some shit, man, because it's just, Ooh. you know, when you travel so damn much or you, you get on the road or you're going to one of those jams or something like that, you're passing something, fuck, dude, pull over, stop, grab it, and keep going.
0: Yep. You know, and, and, you know, you get to see somebody that you've met, you respect, you talk to, and you get to check out their setup real quick. If you got time, you could get hammered, you know, but, and usually you're calling a buddy like, hey, man, what do you want from here? Or you're just grabbing something because you know they want. So, um, you uh you had the Texas River float this weekend, didn't you? Yes, man. we did. Nice, yeah. How
1: did it go? Yeah. Man, you know, um, at first I was disappointed. We thought there was going to be like, you know, about 12, 14 guys show up. But it was really only a handful of us, man. I think there was like six of us total. Um, you know, J.L. Shine came out, Prohibition 1920, myself, Texas Papa. And that's – like really all the shiners dude that's like that's all the moonshiners. now we all had some other people with us right you know yeah. like JL brought his wife Texas Papa brought his son you know we we're all uh kicking it but uh the in the grand scheme bunch. of things man it was real small but I had a fucking blast like I could not have you know like you got like I said you got there and you're like oh man there's only so many of us here and I was like, well, fuck that, man, dude. Between like six or seven of us, dude, I had a—I could not have asked for a better time, you know. Small, tight knit, you know. There wasn't a whole. It was kind of cool because there wasn't a whole lot to keep up with, you know. You go to some of the bigger jams. You go to Maggie Valley. You get lost in the shuffle, and oh
0: yeah,
1: the people you want to see, you're like, man, where the hell did you go? Like, people be looking for you know and trying to get together and coordinate. This was so low key, man. It was it was fucking awesome though. Pulled my yeah, hamstring. I, I can, I can hardly fucking walk right now. I can. I pulled my hamstring. Legitimately, like I'm limping around the house and shit. And my wife's okay. I,
0: what's like, "Was was you running from a copperhead or something?" Like, like, I don't know.
2: My, <laughs> you know,
0: Cop- my <laughs> <laughs> You know, I got. Man, that's a good. Point. That's a good segue, Sean. It's a good
1: one. All right, so go ahead. I uh no man uh my in, my inner tube deflated. Like right before we got out. So we hit, we had, to, we had some rapids, not really rapids. It's not like white water or nothing like that. It's just, you know, the river moves a lot faster. And then um I had to jump on top of the tube that had the cooler and had all the liquor and shit in it. And I lost a shoe. Uh, one of my Crocs was gone. I lost my sunglasses. Uh, I lost a hat and uh, a little bit of my, lost a little bit of my dignity it sounds like you had a great time. And then pulled my fucking hamstring
0: somewhere Amen. along the
1: line, trying to stand up and not, like, get swept out. And uh, But, yeah, man, it was a good time. It was a good time. Nice. So you've had a pretty busy
2: summer
1: then so far. Dude, it, it's been nuts, man. Like, between nonstop since, like, popcorn, really. Like, popcorn started it, and then I was at home for just – you know, a couple weeks and then I was out to Maggie and I was gone at Maggie for, that was almost a two week trip for me. <laughs> I went to see my little brother first and then scooted up to Maggie. Uh, so, and then I got, I got home and then had the river trip and um, I'll probably be in Houston this weekend. So.
0: That's nice. But,
1: yeah. If y'all wasn't so yeah. far away, you know, I, I might've
0: thought about the river float, but that's a, that's a good drive for a river float. Yeah, for sure. Uh... yeah, we was talking like, "Hey man, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have one of them next summer because you know it ain't hot enough now."
1: <laughs> oh, it's still like a hundred. 104... Oh, oh yeah, down, down there it
0: is. For oh, sure. it is
1: hot as hell here right now. So still. Yeah, it's, it's been about eighty.
0: It ain't been too bad. <laughs> a little a little muggy, but you know. This is our this is our bragging time of the year, like, oh, it ain't so bad, man. It's beautiful here. Right. here. But it's like it's miserable. But you know, in about three months, we're gonna be like, Oh, it's cold and I hate it here. <laughs>
1: and you're you gonna know, be like, damn, it's nice. When I left for Maggie, it was 106. And then I got to Maggie, and um there was one of them days I woke up in the morning, it was 60 degrees outside. And yeah. I stood outside and was like, Shit, I should have brought a fucking jacket. <laughs> like thinking it's I was, I mean, because I'm a dude, I'm a Texas boy, man. I oh, you yeah. can't you can't get hot enough for me. I'm okay with it being 110. Like it doesn't bother me.
0: Uh, but so then, you like, see, you see, like a hillbillies like Bennett walking around, like, bro, you got on shorts and a t-shirt. I'm over here
1: chatter. <laughs> yeah. Wake up at 60 degrees though. I'm like, yo, we are. Oh, heading into, we're heading into a Texas winter, is what 60 degrees means. I man that's uh, that's how we get down around here like that's
0: that's grilling weather let's have a party like we might even jump the ocean <laughs> 60 degrees man that's good times so so how was uh how was
2: Maggie? so tell us a little yeah, bit about that about the Yeah so uh, you know we uh there, there
0: there there's some things you know what, that, that what had what, happened. what had happened was what had happened was I <laughs> say so, so, yeah, I guess some things oh, had God. happened and you know the rumor is that um. um you know, well, we'll just let, we'll let Shua talk about the river. So tell us what had happened on your way <laughs> So um, to Maggie Valley there, Shua.
1: So keep, keep I, prepared. I took the long way and, um, I knew, I knew that I was, I had these stills in the back of my truck and like, man, I live in Texas and it's not that big of a deal to put shit in the bed of your truck. Like it's, I never in my wildest dreams did I think I was going to get fucked with. Um, and I sure didn't think I was gonna get fucked with in, in inside actual the town of Maggie Valley. Yeah. Like I figured, like if, if I was gonna get jacked with, it was either gonna be either in Florida or it was gonna be in Alabama. Um, and which st- both states I drove drove through because I went and saw my little brother first. He lives in Southern Georgia, nice. uh, just about an hour north of um, Jacksonville. So I figured he's right by Daryl's Distillery. Daryl's like
0: no for about 30 minutes. Oh really? Jacksonville. I believe so. That's yeah. dope. That's he's, dope. he's right on he's right on the line, right on, on the yeah. line. that's sorry. yeah, that's no, you're good. I, I, you're good. I didn't
1: mean to interrupt you. It was just a good, you know. That kind of bums me out though that I didn't know that, that I didn't go down there and go see him. So oh, next, prior next to that, time. or at least go into the distillery. So yeah, next time. <laughs> but, <laughs> 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 you <motherfucker>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he just don't say nothing. And he pops in yeah. his whole mouth, and you know what it is. I'm gonna go ahead and slip this. Uh, this I'm gonna slide this little bit of shade up in here real quick. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what he did. That's funny I'm a, though. I'm gonna stomp on your little fingers. Nah, yeah. but man, I didn't think that I was gonna get jacked with. Uh, and then you know, I drove through. I drove through coastal, so I was only in Alabama for like an hour, and it was through Mobile, and it yeah. was dark outside, and like. I was like, man, they're not gonna, they're not gonna jack with me. I was like, if I'm gonna get jacked with, it's gonna be in Florida. Most of my Florida drive was at night. You know, you would have to like pull up behind me and be like, you know, he's got moonshine stills, whatever. Um, so then and then after that, I was in Georgia, and every other state I went through yeah. doesn't have a problem Ooh. with having so. a still. Did
0: you go up ninety five up the coast from Florida to Maggie Valley, uh, up to um uh? South Probably. Carolina, I believe yeah. Charleston, and you hit over. Yeah. It. yeah, that's how I went. Yeah, yeah, that's how I, I, I went down because I went down to uh, I went down to Daytona Beach when I left, man. Oh, Valley, okay. And then I stopped by Sean's release on the way back, so that's how I went down. So, yeah, I mean, you went through Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, plus you left from Texas. You know, <laughs> all the
1: states you. Went yeah, through, so you know? I mean, literally everything this side of the Mason Dixon line. I mean, I did. <laughs> I mean, I was, Florida, Alabama, Arkansas. Uh, Mississippi Alabama, uh, or I said Alabama, you know Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina and on the way out, Tennessee, you know all the way through all that all the way back home. Yep. that's when I hit Arkansas <laughs> and the way back home. So that's wild right so um, so I, I, what happened was you
0: was you standing in the back of your truck you know uh, slinging jars? Or you know, like did you have a no, we drawing like one? <laughs> back well, then at
2: I, a, I did want to ask. So what? you took all those stills, no tarp. Did you have anything in the car with you?
0: Oh yeah. Oh damn. Oh yeah. Uh, I
2: mean,
0: dude. I mean, oh yeah, dude. That's part of the, the story. Like, yeah, fuck dude. I'm like <laughs> hey, we're going to Maggie Valley. You're going to the gym, dude, bro. I'm going you know empty handed. You damn right. So, like, all right. So, so you no, know. I mean,
1: so some people be like, "Yo, man, he's an idiot or whatever." But like, I don't know. I'm just not a pussy. I guess I don't care. But I, for me, for me, it was like I didn't, I didn't expect to get harassed. You know, like when we get to Maggie Valley, and then they were like, I was literally backed into a parking spot at the brewery with a bunch of the North Georgia guys. We were all kind of hanging out and just drinking. And this was on, I think, Tuesday, or no, this was Wednesday. It was um, nice prior to Maggie. And then, you know, um, I walk out to my truck and I had had people at gas stations, walk up and go, Hey man, is that a moonshine still? Yeah. They're like, that's fucking awesome. Whatever. Um, and that probably happened a couple of times on the way out there and while I was in Georgia and stuff. So these two guys are walking up to me and go, Hey, is that your truck? I go, yeah. Is are those moonshine stills? Well, yeah, I didn't think anything of it. Like I just think there are two other guys that are walking up and next thing I know one pulls a badge out and I was like, uh, fuck like shit. Dude, that that is enough to really pucker up your butthole. Because then they're like, you're not supposed to have a still in the state of North Carolina. And I go, it literally says you can in y'all statutes. I've read them. I know. But I'm also not going to argue. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. You don't hold the badge. You're always wrong. You just shut up and be like, yeah. I, don't know, I, mean, I don't know, man. and. <laughs> I'm from I'm, Texas. I'm stupid. What are you going to say? Pretty much. That's what I, <laughs> I'm full. Community. Like, yeah, you know, yee-haw yee-haw. <laughs> but he was like, you know, he was like, there's an, um, you know, what do you say? There's eight hours worth of intake paperwork in the bed of your truck alone. And like, if they were to like confiscate everything, I go, well, don't go down to that fucking festival that's happening here in town on Friday or Saturday. Cause there's nine months worth of intake paperwork for a fucking crew of 12 down there. Like if you go down to that and you see the shit that's about to get set up, you're going to think that I didn't bring a whole hell of a lot, you know? Um, so it was, to me, it was like, you know, I it was two state cops that didn't really know the law. Mm-hmm. Um, but where they did, did and could have gotten me was the intent because I had grain, some molasses, some other shit in yeah. the back of my truck that I was going to sell at the jam, yeah, you know? fermentables and they were like you can't have them together and that's where the rub starts to happen but they were cool about it they weren't complete dicks and uh thank god because if they would have searched my truck they would have found a gallon of 190 and they would have found a pistol in the center console and then I probably would have gone to jail so whatever
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i could see that <laughs> but so you know uh, oh we're hearing uh, old oh, Run Bennett Run, and I guess as uh, I think of that guy. I guess as you and uh, I guess you and uh, the North Georgia boys, right? Because it was you and North Georgia boys talking to them.
1: Huh? Yeah, uh, and they they actually asked me as I'm standing up there talking to him. they go, are you part of North Georgia Steel Company? And I go, sorta, you know. And even they were like, well, what does that mean? And I was like, well, they're really up inside the bar right now. They're at the brewery. We're all drinking. So he said, well, can you go get him? I go, yeah, let's, I mean, I'll bring him out. And he's like, let's do that. So we don't have this conversation up there at the bar and inside the actual brewery. So I said, all right, cool. So I walked up there and I grabbed him up and really, I just grabbed Jeff and Andrew and said, Hey man, there's a state law enforcement agency agent outside and wants to talk to y'all. And, you know, they're talking to us and saying, we can't have stills. Is that and the other? And, you know, Andrew and Jeff are pretty much like, well, do we need to pack all our shit up and go home to Georgia? You know, because we're, we we got, I mean, they, I mean, we were like, you know, nobody was trying to hide anything, you know, I'm not trying to hide it in the bed of my truck. They're not trying to hide it in their trailer that says North Georgia steel company on the side of that thing. And nobody was trying to hide it when we're in Maggie Valley. Like we're not there. to Yeah. Be. Uh,
0: yeah. Like, I mean, it ain't like,
1: I mean, what are you going to yeah. do? Like, what are you going to do? Shove it in your pocket. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's, and it's just know. weird that it was me that they rolled up on. I mean, uh-huh. They could have and, you know. and, and honestly, thank God they did, because could you imagine? Um, and I've heard some things after this was all going down. I heard from um the captain of the uh, local PD that they had known about this festival. They played stupid like they didn't. Uh-huh. Like, well, we didn't we didn't know about it, whatever. But then Captain was like, you know, they called and said, you know, we know you guys got this big moonshine festival on the books in two weeks or whatever. Like, what the hell's the deal with that? and they were like it's just a festival man it's nobody's like breaking any laws everything's legal whatever and then next thing you know you got these two state agents rolling through town who said that they were there on a an auto accident incident where a kid was drunk and killed his friends in an auto accident and they were just trying to figure out where the alcohol came from and they just happened to upon my stills in the bed of my truck <laughs> at the brewery and, and, and I mean, let us be for real. Like Maggie Valley is
0: like three miles long. Yeah, You're right. Like, like so, it's not. It's like they were they were there looking. Like who's to say yeah. how many times they drove up and down that road
1: just looking for uh, yeah. you know looking for that one dude and looking I think for the what one it, reason. I think what it was is that they were there in in, in advance for the festival, and then um, you know they see my shit. A couple of days, and they're probably bored, and they don't want to wait to the festival, and they just decided to come up and say something to me. Yeah. And you know, once once they played that hand, you know, um, it got out rather quickly. You know what uh, was going down.
0: Yeah, like let's be for real, man. It, w- when it comes to social media, if you told What's somebody you made a right. dollar, by the time it gets around to everybody, by the end of it, you're a millionaire. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, well, you know, and it because that's my you, fault. I tell you what we heard when everybody was like, "Oh, it's over." You know, they shut it down, or they're like, "You're not allowed to have anything. You're not allowed to bring this. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to do that." They're going to have al. They're going to have agents walking around. They're going to be checking well, your. I, it's no. like, Man, and and you know, for most, of it's like, bro, all that sounds like a lot of bullshit that people are just making up. Hey, you're right. Crickets, wherever the cricket sound just came from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. You know? And and I tell you, we went there and. And we didn't have no problems, you know. The like, only thing it's we were allowed to visual. do was yeah, except for you weren't allowed to sell grain and you weren't allowed to bring grain inside. No. So you know, we're all walking outside to sell grain like it's drugs, or we're all meeting back at somebody's place and picking up the grain there. And it was yeah. just, it was you know, it didn't stop the you know it was a little more uh, it was a little more hidden you know, as far as the, the alcohol being passed and flowing. Whereas last um, year, last year you know you you was you, you was throwing it across. Here you go, here you go, and open. So it was a little more, you know, just to play it safe. I think by most people, it was a little more low key, like it was for me in years in the past.
1: Anyways, that's that's exactly right, man. And uh, I was thinking, like you know, once they played that hand, I think they played it too early. Because you, could you have imagined mm-hmm. if they'd have walked into that jam and we were acting the way we were acting last year? Oh, like, we'd
0: all been just been standing there with a jar in our hand, like, uh, uh
1: hands in uh, the cookie jar, bro. We don't, well, everything except for Sean because he was out there running his liquor, but we'd all been, <laughs> Sean, Sean was at home cleaning up, shit out. we'd all been every single one of us, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, yeah, man, I mean, I, I've learned, I heard some of that stuff going kind of through the grapevine and stuff, and I had to, I remember having to call some people, some other steel builders that were like, you know, we're not setting up, we're not doing nothing, and I was like, guys, because. People were like they're they're taking stills and they're searching cars. Yeah. I go first off no and no because yeah. if they did they would have my shit and if they searched cars Perfect. like I said earlier my ass would already be in jail have your shit <laughs> and they'd have my shit yeah yeah that's so always like well they didn't take they children. really
0: would have no. towed my truck like if they would have yeah you know they could have confiscated everything you had or North Georgia had all right there and been like this is ours and you know like i said man you tell one person you made a dollar and by two days later if it goes around the internet you're a millionaire and that's just how stories go they get twisted and added and added and you know but it, yeah, and it wasn't nothing like what everybody said it was it was pretty much business as usual except for you wasn't allowed to have grain or sugar
1: so. and you know that that's partially my fault man i put the I put the badge up on the internet and freaked a lot of people out, which was not my intention. Um, but then I had to literally, I literally had to call some people and go, guys, they let me take a photo of it. They're not, <laughs> they were not assholes. They were not yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but,
0: you know, he, held, other- it,
1: he <laughs> held it out for me to take a photo of because we were like sitting there joking at that point. I was like, yo, man, can I get some selfies? And he was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And he was, I was like, and he's like, well, you could take a photo of the, uh, the the badge though, and I was like, all right, dope, let's go, and just snapped a photo of it, and so like you know, I am I understand that too, and I get that I'm the reason it went nuts a little bit because I probably should have put some context on there, but whatever. yeah, you know,
0: like any anybody, most people who know was like, hey. Okay. He took, took a picture of the badge. Obviously, you know they didn't slam him to the ground and cuff him up and rough him up a little.
1: Right. <laughs> like, nobody's just, in the backsta- background yelling "World Star."
0: Like you know, and realistically, it, maybe you know everything happens for a reason, and maybe it was better it happened. Uh, maybe maybe it was better that it happened uh, early and it got out of the way. Like that's so so they didn't roll up in the jam and we're all there that's exactly. The you know I was thinking so. And, and, you know Friday I got there and I was like, bro. You're gonna receive so many tarps when you get home. So, how many tarps did you receive from the from the the brethren? Um, I
1: think I think like thirteen in total. <laughs> I Still don't know how to use them, huh? My did faces. you read the instructions on the inside? <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny is we just got off that uh, that river trip, and um, we're actually having one of our very first moonshine festivals in the state of Texas. That's uh, that's Glen Rose, Glen Rose, yeah. All right, tell so, us about Glen Rose. So the 100th year anniversary is on the 24th. Glen Rose is putting on uh, what's going to be our largest moonshine festival in the state. Obviously, it's nothing like fucking Maggie Valley or even popcorn for that matter. It's not even going to be to that size. You know, we just don't. We have a little bit of a history of moonshining, but it's not as rich as it is out in Appalachia for sure. But we're doing that. And part of what it's going to be is I'm actually I'll, I will be setting up there. Uh, but I'm going to take some equipment out and I'm going to run a still, I'm just going to run water through it. But Texas Papa had a still, an all copper still that is wired up for heat or has a port for heating element, because I'm not going to run a a propane out there for a, for a festival. I just want to plug it in and just let it boil water. Yeah. And then, um, so he had the still and I just threw it in the bed of the truck and he was like, you're going to put a tarp on that. I go, nope. Sure ain't so I just drove it back home from Central Texas up to back up to North Texas without a tarp on that damn thing this s- last sunday, so still still haven't learned my lesson if that's <laughs> you never will no never will never will so
0: I met up with y'all Friday night at um back at your cabin after a long day at the jam um that was a good time, you know we're all trying to start a fire and uh all uh. The what comes out with the one ninety.
1: <laughs> I was oh, okay. I will say that after after what happened, I go. I ain't taking no fucking liquor home. Uh, like I'm either drinking everything I have here, uh-huh. or I'm leaving it. And everything I brought either stayed or got burnt. So we were trying to get this fire going, and the wood was wet as hell. It wet. rained for two <laughs> oh days.
0: yeah. It was just a big pile of brush, and Dude. it was. It was sopping wet.
1: A half gallon of 190 still didn't get that shit lit. So we had to go get fresh firewood and charcoal and, and, and a lot and of so, fluid and all I'm,
0: other sit- shit. I'm sitting there and, you know, I'm trying to get this fire going. And uh, Shua brings out a jar of liquor. And I start dumping on the fire because that's what I thought it was for. And they're like, no, I mean, that ain't to go on there. That's so-and-so's bourbon. Like, bro, my bad. <laughs> like, that motherfucker like bringing me shit, fire starter, man.
1: Like, well, I was fucking a- with Phil too because Phil oh, was there. Yeah. And that
0: was a good
1: time. I was like, somebody, let's burn this. What did I tell him? I was just, I was talking so much shit. So let's burn this tailsy ass corn liquor that Phil made, and he was standing right there. <laughs> I'm like fucking with him, and I legitimately brought it out to actually drink it. But he was like, "Don't you fucking burn my liquor." <laughs> it was a lot of fun, man. I had a blast.
0: Oh, that was a good time, man. I didn't make it up Saturday. I was with my boy. I got too hot. I was done, man.
1: Saturday's uh, when the police got called on us for uh excessive noise complaint.
0: Yeah, uh, so uh Phil Billy told me, it's like, bro, I was leaving. And he's like, and like three fucking police flew right by me. I was like, I know. I was like, I already knew they came. And it was right after you left. I told him that you called the cops when you left because you was done partying. You wanted to party without you. he's like, I bet they think that. Because they showed up right when I left. He's like, I thought it was ALE rolling up on them. Like, holy shit, I just got out of there.
1: I'm like, you're a snitch. Why are you telling people? That's funny, man. (laughs) It was fucking hilarious. Well, and then it's the same cops that were in that group photo we did. Uh, Oh, are you for real? I swear to God, dude. They walked up. They walked up. And they were like, y'all just keep it down. And we're like, all right, cool. And they were like, "Bye!" And they like, we don't even have time to like explain ourselves before they turn around, walk away, get back in their cars, and leave. They were literally like, "We don't want to be here. We get the fuck out of here." They know to quiet down. We're gone. And then one of them was that blonde chick cop that was there that took the photo with us. Yeah. And fucking AV Matt, or I I think it was Matt. Either that, that it was Tennessee Texan that turned around, looked at her, goes, "Hey, thanks for the photo earlier," and then she was like, "You're welcome." (laughs) That's but awesome. fucking let I'm like, dude, the cops in this town are so fucking rad.
0: Yeah, yeah, except for the one you know, like except for the one. State state, police. Like, all
1: right, all right. I didn't say state police. I didn't say state police. Maggie that. Valley police, Maggie Valley police are fucking awesome, dude. So I was they there Friday and us.
0: and I had heard after I left that a, a a a bear had knocked over a grill there.
1: Oh yeah, um <laughs> <laughs> Butterbean was drunk <laughs> as fuck and knocked over a grill while we were there. Good old Chris Elliott. Dude, we were laughing so hard and um, I, I do want to say something about that guy. Man, I'm telling you that dude has underrates his liquor. I, I actually did bring home some liquor from Maggie Valley. Um, I brought home um, a jar of persimmon that apparently came out of Ohio. And then I brought home a little thing of Butterbean's strawberry. Those are the only two jars I brought home. Nice. Everything else I brought was like legal liquor and shit. And that yeah. strawberry was fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I, t- I, I took that
1: to the it. fucking river float and killed that bottle on the river nice. this last weekend.
0: Oh, you know, that's how it is, man. We all will be like, I don't like that. I made that. I don't like it. It could be better. It could be better. Like it right, should be right. better. I only want to hand it to you because I don't like it. That's just you know. But this just, shit's good, dude. That's just how it's, you are, man. Fire. So, yeah, yeah. So Damon said he's drinking some of Bean's strawberry right now. Oh, there's so, a comment section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, Bean was like. Man, it was talking about it like oh he we hear a crash and he knocked over the grill and I was like I was like did you blame it on a bear? I'd have blamed it on a bear. Like I'm not gonna lie, bro, I'd blame it on a bear. And I'd say I fell trying to run from the bear, but it knocked over the grill. That's when it startled me and I took off.
1: If I'm running, so, uh, it's got
2: to be a bear. What's what's what size still was? I had
1: a uh, a fifty five and a thirty. Well, and then I had, I had a bunch of kegs too. So, but my 55 had that cap on it, so it's it's a 55 with a cape and a cap, and I mean it's stood up taller than the cab of my truck. And then if anybody had saw my truck, you know what I'm driving now? It's a biggest fuck lifted Chevy Silverado, so, and it's and it's red. I mean you can't fucking miss it. And then so I got you, these moonshine stills, like fucking look at me. They're they're big as shit, like so like a you, you fucking have, beacon. You had the caps on. Fuck yeah! You had the, you had the fucking caps try clamped onto you, the stick. Well, you knew what they
0: were. You know, like my like dog. 20- oh, you knew what they caps were. In the bed man, that's, that's some sketchy shit, man. I like dog. Oh, you dude. knew it's exactly like what they were. There was no mistaking it. it.
1: Had you not had those on, they probably would have thought they was just that barrels. It, it would have looked like a fifty-five gallon stainless drum with a weird. I, but no, dude. It was yeah. Capped I know. Up. Are you, are you listening to yourself? Like, had I taken the caps off, they wouldn't have been moonshine stills. <laughs> I don't give a shit.
2: Since it was, a, you had a what, 55? Yeah. So Did so you... had somebody, run? so had you ran that, about how much liquor would you get off that still? Yeah, what do oh, you get shit. off a
0: 50-gallon run there, Joe? Please tell us. Um, uh, oh, hold on, hold on. How many gallons do you get – I'm, I'm going to be specific here because I, I, I know – Is like, that a Spirit Run or a strip and Run? What are we talking about right. here? Let's start first. Damn right, We're talking about a Spirit Run or
1: strip and Run. How many gallons do you get off a of Spirit Run? I swear to God, I'll load a 50-gallon still up with nothing but hearts, and I'll pull 30 gallons of fucking good liquor off of it. All right, how many gallons do you get off a of stripping Run that you're going to nah. rerun? Uh, that dude, like, wouldn't even let me answer the question. He was just, like, not even interested in anything I had to say. Like, that was –
0: God, what a waste
1: I, of fucking
0: time! I'm asking the right questions here.
1: I, I mean, mean, if you guys, really want
0: to know, we can talk about it. But oh uh, yeah, you know, might as well. Like, uh, I mean, I, on a, I, I heard the question many, many, many times, and I didn't get a solid answer. So, so let, let's start. Well, you know, let's just start at the beginning here, Shua. All right. So, so you depending 50 on, of okay. mesh, yeah. um, So, depending on ABV, five to
1: seven, five to seven gallons of low wines. All right. Depending so you, on how deep I go into my. My tails. If no, I'm working so, with something that's really expensive, like agave or whatever, I'm gonna go to Sweetwater. I'm gonna I'm gonna get all of seven gallons. I'm gonna get every probably. bit of it. You know? Uh if I'm just looking for hearts and I'm working on like some sugar, like cane or maybe molasses, I may only get five. I may shut the still off at five, you know. But
0: so, uh so when you do your strip and run, you're not collecting everything, you're just collecting hearts just depends on run.
1: what I'm just depends on what I'm making, right?
0: Because if you know, I'm like, like
1: if I'm working with like honey or like something expensive, bro, I'm getting all of it. I'm going, I'm going balls deep and grabbing everything. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go until that thing tells me I'm not pulling out liquor. Okay. And then I'm going to, then I'm going to go another 15 minutes. Just get that little extra. Just get the essential oils and everything else out of it.
0: Uh-huh. So it all depends on what it is. Sean McKinney. <laughs> So yeah, like how how do you manage to get the clamps tight with small hands?
1: I mean, they ain't really that small. Uh, <laughs> just, I met that dude, and he's he's every bit of 125 pounds wet. Uh, so, I mean, whatever, dude. Like he he so, was just looking. He was looking for someone to be pissed off at, and that's fine. In, if if, if case he wants so you to be me, I'm I'll I'll be talking
0: about, um you know, Phil Billy Moonshine did a uh, podcast, and it was supposed to be old school versus new school. And it wound up with one uh, He's got like a one inch truck, in. truck clamp in his hands. <laughs> 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 you set yourself up for that. That was funny, dude. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, they did a podcast, old school versus new school. You know, there was to start it. It started out really well when it had Alan Bishop on there and Shua and and uh, John Miller and and there was a few other guys on there. I can't. I'm terrible with names. I'm surprised I remember that many. And, and, you know, um, they started out, it started out, it's all good, you know, but then all of a sudden it turned sideways and, and got into it and somebody told Shua that he had small hands and it was funny, you know, it was fucking hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, I know she going to go and, and make fun of, of that because it's fucking hilarious. Like, what a better thing to do than to laugh at yourself when something's awesome, you know. It me something really big. I mean, yeah. Like, you know. And you know, and, and like you said, you know, it was I, I'm not here to, to split hairs, but you know, the person that said he had small hands ain't a big fella. <laughs> so and I'll so we'll just leave it at that. And uh Yeah. I mean and, but you know, it's just like you know, I think everybody can learn from everybody. And we should all just love each other, and that's that's what it should be, it should be more about moonshine and less about you know who's right, who's wrong. And
1: I think there's a lot of guys out there though that like the internet's the internet's a pretty fucking jaded place to begin with, right? So when you get on it, if you can't take some of that shit in stride, uh, at least this is what I've learned too, man. Especially being like with with some of the following I got, and I've had. I've had bumps and run-ins with other people in the past and shit like that. But if you can't take some of that shit in stride, man, and, and start laughing at yourself a little bit, man, you're just going to get worked up. And every time you get on the internet, then you're going to just, you're going to instantly be defensive and you're going to think somebody's always after you. Yeah. And it's not really the case. It's just your perception of, of how it is because there are so many fucking trolls on the internet that you got to deal with that like, if you, if you start listening to them every time you get on, you're just expected to come. You know, and you got to realize that anybody that talks shit about you is like, I mean, they, I don't know, man. I like, I I fucking feel bad for them at some point because it's like, I am out here busting my ass to get to where I'm going. And and, yeah, I'm putting in work, right? And then, like, every time I see somebody talking shit about me, it's always somebody who's definitely not putting in any real level of work, right? They're not, they're not, they're not anybody that's ever doing any, any hard work man they're not fucking trying to build nothing or they're not trying to grow nothing so you don't ever see dudes at the top of the fucking the the top of the echelon talking shit about really people below them you know Uh, it's always dudes that are either i don't know man on their fucking way out or they're not fucking doing shit or whatever the fuck they're the ones that are always running their mouths but man yeah you got to take that shit in stride and like I don't know, man. That's why immediately I went on and I made a fucking meme about that shit. Let's have a good time. Little hands. And it was like, if you saw the fucking keyboard that I put out with little hands, it was fucking hilarious. If
0: if my hands weren't so small, John Miller wouldn't be so mad at me. Yeah.
1: I was like, whatever, dude. Like, you know, put some of that energy into focusing on your business and what you're
0: doing and growing it. If you've got friends like me and Sean, you better be thick skinned because we are going to bust your balls. We are going to say shit Facts. and 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 we expect it back, like you know, like you find out you did something dumb, man. You better what you're waiting for your phone to ring from everybody, like oh yeah, I did that, oh I right. did that. You're right, I did that. I'm a dumbass. I'm a dumbass. Yeah. You expect your boys to give you shit. That's just how it is. And you know, if you've got boys and they're not busting your balls and prepping you for real world and dealing with trolls and, you know, like, I like me a good
1: troll. Like come at me, bro. I'm coming back at you.
0: And bro, I so built we-
1: my. I built my entire social media profile on <laughs> fucking with trolls, dude, and bodying them in the comments and like making videos out of it, dude. Some of the most viewed videos I have are me fucking making fun of a troll. You know. So It's a good time. So yeah, man. I don't know, man. that that just sucks that sometimes it happens, bro, but you know, you can't dodge them all. You're going to get you're going to get hemmed up at some point. <laughs> you have to uh, well, You know,
2: you know that's the thing. Um It's a choice, you know. It's old school or new school. It's a choice whether you want to stay old school or not. You know, if that's how you're taught and, you know, you come around, I've not been, you know, I don't know shit as well. I've never played stuff like that. I've asked you shit about lecture. You know, like, if you, if you don't veer away from that, you get in your clothes mind and you don't learn it. You know, you, refer, yeah. you refuse to
1: learn anything. You know, and that's, I never got to say this on that podcast, but like, that's one of the weird things that I see is it's never really for me. I see a lot of new school dudes out there because that's obviously mainly what I run as I run. If you want to, I guess, you know, we, we heard Alan's kind of a uh, idea of what new school versus old school is. And um, if you go off of what I'm about to say, that kind of his definition doesn't fit. But I think in a lot of ways, it's like, just, if you just think electric is going to be like new school and everything else is old. I fuck with a lot of electric, right? And um, I love it. I love sitting in an air-conditioned room, and I love running my liquor, and I love fucking being a lazy fat ass and, like, being comfortable, bro. I love that shit. Like, I have done wood fires. I have a paste cap still. I've done that shit. And I'm telling you, man, you are you are putting in fucking work.
0: Uh, I did it yesterday.
1: You are I did it yesterday. Paste style fucking propane. Oh, man. God. Dude, my ass off. I've done it. And that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, I started that way. And like, the reason I didn't get into this going, oh, man, I'm going to be fucking only new. So, and the reason I know that I love new school is because I've done old school and it fucking sucks to me. And, and again, that's, you know, when I was saying that on the podcast, it got all out of hand. It's like, well, you're insulting heritage. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just saying I enjoy a fucking air conditioned car, icing my drink, and a fucking, you know. I-
0: I, you know, I, I I respect the heritage. That I, I just don't yeah. enjoy the
1: hard work. and I don't have to I do no. if I don't want to. If I if I can get away without.
2: Well, sure. You remember the picture I sent you not too long ago, right? Of that still that uh, was in Ohio. They got that was in the seventies, and it was ran
1: with the light. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. It's crazy, it was you know. And years ago. yeah. Yeah, so really, in the grand scheme of things, electricity is not really new, and, you know, guys were definitely doing it before I did it, uh, otherwise I wouldn't have known about it, because I picked up their tricks, you know, by looking at that shit, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I am I have a fucking offset smoker, too, I could put a brisket on that bitch, and shovel coals, and load wood into it, but I also have a pellet grill, and I really That's enjoy the- Really enjoy putting a piece of meat in that thing and plugging it in the wall and turning it on and walking away from it. And I come back and I got barbecue. I did, yeah, I ain't I the, It ain't the same, but, but you know, yeah, I, I I've smoked a whole
0: thing where you got to keep feeding it, feeding it, Buck. feeding it. And it's like, bro, I haven't slept in 20 hours. <laughs> like, I need to sleep for eight. I'm piling this shit in there. I got to sleep, so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so, so my pace cap still, it's, actually. It's um, I, You're right, Larry. At... Um, At uh, Glen Rose Moonshine Festival, they're trying to recreate the bust. They're going to have 800 pounds of sugar on the the lawn of the courthouse. They want to have all these old school style stills, all this equipment, but they can't. I found out that they're having trouble trying to get their hands on some of the equipment. So I said, listen, guys, I have a paste cap, wood fired still, that is, has a 53 gallon oak cask for a worm. I was like, I would love to bring this old piece of equipment and it's, it's the piece of equipment that sits in front of my distillery, but it's going to go out there and I want to set it up on their lawn to show it off. You know, and some of that, and I've ran that thing, man, it's, it is not easy. And, but, uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for that shit. I just, I don't want to fucking do it uh, whenever I'm making liquor.
0: Well, won't you take a minute and tell us the Glen Rose backstory? Because you're talking about it, trying to recreate it, and I'm sure mm-hmm. the mass people who don't live in, in Texas don't don't know crap about <laughs> what you're talking about. Right. We want to know, so we
1: want to know so, about
2: Glen Rose. So, how you yes. doing, Larry?
1: What up? So, Glen Rose is a small town just south of uh, the major metroplex in DFW, which is Dallas and Fort Worth. Right? Everybody heard of Dallas? Fort Worth is like the smaller town that's off to the right it's nicer. Dallas sucks. That's my, my Fort Worth me, but like uh, Glen Rose was the hub of like making moonshine in the twenties, you know, and it was the largest moonshine raid was ever taken place. The, um, uh, the Texas Rangers came in and busted essentially the entire town. Um, the doctor, the, um, sheriff, the town prosecutor, uh, like 80% of all the men that were in the town were running liquor in one way or another and they all got arrested. Okay, Even the police, the The Texas Rangers came in and took over the sheriff's office and used it as a base to arrest the sheriff. So it's the 100th year anniversary that we still have guys that live down there and families that live down there that are connected to these people that you know used to run liquor. Well, we're having the 100th year that's the centennial anniversary of it. And the entire town has gotten together to celebrate this as, you know, our history, our heritage, you know, and we are putting on the largest moonshine festival that the state has ever seen. Again, it's not as big as what you would see in other parts of the country, but for, as far as Texas goes, where we don't have as rich of a heritage of that, where all that comes from, uh, it's going to be the biggest that we've ever seen.
0: Nice. I look forward to, I'm sure you're going to, Get, do some lives and I know there's gonna be some videos. So yeah. Let us there was uh, a let us there was a, in that way. I'd love to see some of it.
1: There was a book that was written on it. It's it's not too expensive. It's you know, 15, 20 bucks on Amazon called the Glen Rose Moonshine Raids. Um, and the, the gentleman that wrote the book is still alive. He will actually be out there be doing book signings. So, like for me, even if I didn't get to like go, for me, it was like a big deal to go meet this guy because he wrote the book and did all the legwork and stuff. And I mean, this is a made for TV event. Like if you were to like, when you read the book, you read really, the same Texas Rangers that busted the Glen Rose moonshine raids are the same ones that tracked down and killed Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. So like, I mean, it is like real, like gangster shit. Like it's <laughs> super old school, stuff like that. And um, then even the guy that turned States evidence that was there, um, you know, there was this one moonshiner who turned state's evidence and, and pretty much, fed all the, the uh, Texas Rangers all the information and where to catch everybody. He ended up getting assassinated. So, like, dude, it's, and he, but he he had turned into a an alcohol agent for the state. So they assassinated an alcohol agent who used to be a moon. I mean, dude, the whole story is like, I'm telling you, man, you could make a fucking TV series out of this thing. It's it's nuts. Um, but uh, real outlaw shit, man, and. It's cool as fuck. And it happened just an hour south of me. Uh and I grew up going to Glen Rose because there's, you know, parks and stuff down there that people go on vacation. I grew up going down there a lot. So nice. I'm looking know, forward to it. It's always
0: good when you get an opportunity to celebrate, you know, where you're from, you know, and, and, there, and it's actually something moonshine related. Like you said, it's not real big down there. So when you uh when you hear about it, you know, and you got a big they're gonna throw a vessel for it, hell yeah, you're gonna be in on it, you know. Like we're getting ready to have the first time is the farm to bottle festival here um august right. 25th starting on t- saturday the 25th down in wilmington ohio um i know they have new straits will down in hockey hills area uh memorial day you know it's a nice festival i wish it was more moonshine <laughs> you know there's just be a lot yeah. more moonshine stuff there um but so the farm to bottle it's going to be farmers and and you know, like beekeepers and moonshine guys, and you're gonna have master distillers and, and ohio distilleries. And, and so we're looking forward to hopefully it's gonna be the biggest one that Ohio has. So that's excited, awesome, dude. I love that shit. Works out we get a first year a new a new festival, it's forty-five minutes from me. It's probably like 25-30 minutes from Sean. See
1: yeah. man, for me to for me to only have to drive an hour, <laughs> like bro, I'm there for that. Like yeah. um. Everybody was talking about farm to bottle, and I was like, "Man, how do I get up there for that? And how do I do this? And how do I make time? And where's the money going to come from?" And then that exact same weekend, that exact same weekend, we're having uh, a Glenrose, and I'm like, "Bro, I would not. I mean, that's that's my hometown essentially. I mean, that's that's where I grew up, you know. And we're an hour away from there, so for me, I wouldn't miss this one for the world. And now." I'm on a fucking track. I want to make it the biggest one that Texas has ever seen. So they actually have this shit annually. I want to see them have it next year and the year after that and the year after that. And I want to put a little bit of something, you know, everybody always talks about we need more stuff this side of the Mississippi. So
0: yeah. So I mean, you know, I look forward to it. And uh you never know, man. Maybe maybe it keeps growing and then all of a sudden we got all, all the guys from from this side of the Mississippi wanting to come out. To there like hillbilly super cool you know if you ain't been to Texas it's beautiful you know like, every, it's everywhere fun. everywhere is beautiful you know <laughs> anywhere where you go you can see the beauty and anything and I enjoy every time I go out there driving out there because you know I don't fly but uh you know if you do right. anything you want to come up for man you fly right on to Dayton airport man I'll pick you up I got you bro <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> hey man um so, deer season, just FYI, I will be in Ohio. Uh, I will be in Southern Ohio. Uh, so, we'll, we'll plan. Well, we're we'll at, all get to, what's Southern Ohio? One? Yeah. You know what, man? I don't know exactly where it's at, but I'm going hunting out there.
0: But let us know. You're probably down in the Hocking Hills yeah. area. You're probably down in Adams oh. County, around that area. You're probably a couple hours away from us. Yeah, you know, probably where you're going to go. Oh. That's right.
1: From what I, I understand, down in what's that in, you got some big deer up there, yeah. Oh yeah, you gonna? We got we got some good sized ones where we're at too. Um, you know, it depends on what part of Texas you're at, what kind of size deer you're gonna get, because you know you, it's so varied in like landscape. Yeah, it's uh, where I hunt's pretty decent. You know, in Ohio, we're we're one of the
0: the highest populations of deer per per square mile in the country. So
1: that's crazy. You better catch something, bro. <laughs> again, again. I'm new yep. school. I'm gonna put a scope. Well, no, because y'all don't scope. You guys have like shotguns and shit that y'all have to shoot with. I, I don't know. Oh right. no, y'all can do straight wall cartridges. We can. Now. We have. Yeah, yeah. I you can do you. straight wall. I'll bring yep. a 350 legend out there, dude. I'll... All
0: right, hey, you come on by, man. We'll, we'll cook it up. So. So. Bring your yeah, trap by when you're done, and we'll all get together and we'll have a good time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Just a few years ago, y'all went to straight wall cartridges. So you can you don't have to just do yeah, shovels. All, all the masters, he hunts all the time. You don't ever catch shit,
0: but he hunts all the time. So I he hunted the for like six months last year. And I'm like, bro, I hit two deers over the weekend. <laughs> In my car, go grab them, man. Tag them up. Yeah.
1: I, I usually but, take about. We usually take about four or five deer a year, um, you yes. know, what we're doing, and um, there's probably not been a year in the past five or six that I've taken less than three, um, and if I do less than, th- if I do three, I usually go and uh, I'll take two or three hogs to, like, even that meat meat out. So
2: oh, yeah. So, um, I've seen you post some pictures, and was tagged pictures a while back of uh, what looked to be, like, a
1: oh with the distillery
0: so you so, got, got, got you a new distillery
1: uh you, yeah man well, let's so hear about that sure so I had the opportunity to jump on board with two other guys right um one of them is a uh professional beer judge craft beer judge or home brew I'm sorry home brew beer judge right but you know and down here craft beer and home brew beer those circles definitely intertwine a lot the same way as like the bourbon circles and moonshine circles can intertwine the distillery circles can intertwine out, out East. Um, You know, Texas isn't really historically known to have a whole bunch of distilleries. So like, we don't really have that connection, but we have a lot of breweries. So uh, there's that. And then, you know, one of the guys is a professional beer brewer uh, has been doing it commercially for, I don't know, like 10 years. So between the three of us, me being the distiller and having the equipment, and everything else, I got the opportunity to jump on this as a minority owner of a distillery called Texas Foothills, where we're gonna make uh, beer, wine, and distilled spirits all under one roof. So our permits, our permits are being pulled for all of the above, um, not just just not just liquor, not just beer, not just wine. So one of the things that I, we've seen, I guess, is that. In order to be successful, sometimes you can't just rely on distilled spirits. It's very difficult sometimes nowadays to like get going and like unless you got like really good marketing, you know, and I got a big following and shit, but like that doesn't mean that like just yeah, because people, I have a following is my business is gonna be successful.
0: Yeah. What well, you know you what know, I'm saying? When it comes to selling liquor, man, you're gonna sell one jar clear for every hundred jars of Beautiful, sweet flavor that you sell, you know. Yeah, that's what women love. You know, men yeah. want what women want. You know, and that's just the way it is. So make your liquor for the women; the men will buy it too. And a man will drink twice as much as the woman. So bam! Instead of one jar clear, you sold three jars of flavor, and that's how distilleries make their money. You market it. To, you know, yeah. it, it ain't no different. They go, "What? What's Disney World marketed to? Children? Because you're gonna buy your children what they want to please them." especially when you're on vacation. That's why you go. That's why everything for children is so expensive because pe- they're smart. You know, you don't market nothing to men. Men don't get no choice. You know, we, we, we get a $10 bottle of rock-up bourbon to get us by. And then we got, <laughs> we, we got to buy you know, a lady wine white clothes. You know, we sip on that bourbon when we can, but they get the good expensive shit. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So you run the business, market it to the women, and you'll be more successful than you just come out with, oh, I'm just going
1: to sell 120 proof clear moonshine, you know, like you're not going to run a business. Yeah. It. So we're looking, yeah, we're looking October, maybe December. We'll have both a state and federal licensing back to where we can actually start producing liquor. Um, and so where I mean, is, uh, can you tell us where it's located at? Yeah, it's, it's in Bowie, Texas, B-O-W-I-E, like the Bowie knife. Um, yeah. We would call that Bowie here. We, we pronounce
0: it Bowie.
1: Okay, yeah, well, well, I do. It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like oil and oil. That's funny. Yeah, oh, oh. I'll tell you right now that the people that are that are born and raised in Bowie, Texas, definitely call that bitch Bowie.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, can be so,
1: Bowie. it depends on
0: where you're at. It gets from right. Bowie to Bowie. You know, that's yeah. like Louisville, Louisville, yeah, Louisville
1: right, and Louisville. Uh, yeah, so we have another we have another town here called Denton. Um, and the people that are born and raised in Denton pronounce it Denton, but it's spelled Denton, D-E-N-T-O-N. And, uh, but yeah, if you're from there, you're from around there, it's definitely Denton. So, yeah, but Bowie, it's in Bowie, Texas. Uh, it's about halfway between uh, Fort Worth, Texas, currently where I live, and um, Wichita Falls. And as the crow flies, it's only about 30 miles from the Red River, so, 30 miles from the Oklahoma border. Uh, so, as you go up 287, you kind of meander and, and kind of like um, you ride the the Oklahoma Texas border line. Uh, and that's kind of up there where it's at. So, right,
0: right there on the line, <laughs> you, you mm-hmm. pull
1: some people in from Oklahoma yeah. to, come, to come. I mean, by, there's great. There ain't a whole lot of shit in that portion of Oklahoma, and that panhandle. There ain't a whole lot of people there at all. So if we pull somebody down, um, it's probably because they got lost along the way to somewhere else. Hey, you so, never know, man. Sometimes yeah, you, you get lost know. is when you find your way. Right. <laughs> so,
0: it's just the way but it yeah, so
2: So what do you guys want to do? I mean, as far as liquor, are you wanting to, like, That's jump fine. in and maybe source a little bourbon until everything's spread away? So, or are you wanting to do bourbon Mm -hmm. and just do like clear liquor
1: or so that's actually been discussed a little bit too so like as far as sourcing goes you know we're we want to be super transparent with everything we do and we also want to keep it texas so you know texas is not known again for having a bunch of fucking distilleries all over the place um so but we do know some people that have them uh that have distilleries and that have barrels of bourbon that they've made using texas grains and uh, stuff like that so what we were thinking about doing potentially this is just an idea it's nothing set in stone yet but maybe potentially sourcing some barrels of already pre-made Texas bourbon that are sourced to kind of our specifications. Like maybe you're using 80% of Texas grain, you know, it's obviously made here. We don't want somebody to go and buy an MGP juice, shipping it to Texas, calling it a Texas bourbon and put it on the shelf. That's, we really want it made here. So if we can get those barrels made here, maybe two or three or four, and do a custom blend with our water, then we can and then do that or finish it in maybe one of our own barrels. So if we want to finish it in a cognac barrel or something else we already have on site, so it's still aged on site. We're still putting our fingerprint or touch on it. There's going to be a little bit of us on there. Uh, but, yeah, if we do source, it will be probably something along those types of lines where, again, Texas made Texas, you know, stuff. And then uh, we source only Texas made whiskeys. So that's kind of the idea. Nice. And what we're hoping for. So, are you, if, uh, if we do any sourcing,
0: are, are you putting your uh, North Georgia and your pig and still in the, in that distillery?
1: They are already there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, hence the reason I had to make a 55 gallon still uh, <laughs> because I'm sorry, y'all. And people will tell me, and like Shua doesn't run whatever. I will never not run liquor on the side. I'm sorry. It's just the way the fuck I am. I will always run liquor for myself. So somewhere else, you know, like you get
0: what you want, and you save a shit ton of money, and you get what you love. Like, you get I, what you, know, you want, like you get to make what what is you, and like like some people would go pay three hundred dollars for a bottle of of whatever eh Taylor, whatever the hell it is, and uh, just to have that, just to get smat, you know, just to have that flavor, that taste, and sample it. Whereas a home distiller. Who's a master of his craft and what he loves, he can make himself gallons and he can give himself some roses if he wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so for, say
1: what, for a small amount of money. <laughs> say what you want. I will always run my own liquor somewhere the fuck else. It's just the way that I mean it's it's one of those things, man. It's always in your blood, man. And anybody that's ever done this, that gets it, that knows it, they know why. And even if I have my own legal distillery and it's mine, I mean, it's just my distillery or I'm a minority owner and it will will just always be that way. So, you know, some shit I just can't, you just can't shake. So, and, and again, you know, if maybe I get caught up selling a bunch of fucking peach pie or pecan pie or whatever it is people want to buy, man. And I'm like, you know, I really want to make myself some rum or I want to make myself my bourbon or my thing you know yeah you're absolutely right it's just i can do what i want to do when i want to do it and especially considering that i've never been the guy that sells liquor you know uh, i've always made the liquor for myself um yeah. you know i if i want to make something for myself i'll make it for myself so
0: it's american bro you're 100%. It's, it's, you hit the nail it's on the american, head american man it's american makes you feel it's american make your own liquor you know like if you smoke, grow your own smoke. You know, you like, used to do everything yourselves. Like, it yeah. takes you back to things that you saw. Like, as a kid, you saw things that make you remember how they used to be, you know, like, and you don't see it very much anymore. So, anytime you can bring it out yourself, you know, whether you show your kids or, or nieces, nephews, you know, you, uh, you let them, you know, this is American, man. Are you sure? Benny got his charge on today too. So must must have been delivery day for Sean Jars, so I can't read that shit. I don't even know what it says. Uh, all right, so I'm guessing Copper. Copper Stone. Stone. I don't know. He didn't have one big enough for my head. Yeah,
1: you can see the, the tan that's line your, from the that
0: that's that's your Peyton Manning birthmark. It's the same the birthmark river. as Peyton Manning when they take his helmet off. So, so you've had that since Maggie Valley. Oh, huh? you probably had that before Maggie Valley. Like that's ingrained that's yeah, there.
1: There's nothing you can do to ever get rid of that. I started working on it at popcorn. <laughs> yeah,
0: When you're old, the rest of your skin's gonna be all soft and that part's yeah. just gonna be yeah, you'll be able you'll be able to crush rock with that part. It's gonna be so hard. And, yeah. That's, and funny. that's yeah, that's one place I've never been, the popcorn. No,
1: Dude. I've never been there. is it pretty decent? That's your kind of neck of the woods, too, up there, ain't it? I mean, it's not Ohio, but yeah, I mean, it's it
2: close—five uh, hours, maybe.
1: Well, see. You got you got Batyville
0: the weekend before popcorn, then you got yeah. popcorn, and then two weeks later you got the jam, and you're like, bro, right. I can't do all three. <laughs> all, right, all right, you gonna pop her to jacket. You haven't tried it yet, right? All right, let's Never see. Terrible idea. Happening. If you spit it out, we understand. <laughs>
1: it it wouldn't have it has happened before. <laughs> you know, I was gonna save it. I was gonna a, save it, cool, I love put it on shop. my shelf. I was gonna save it and put it on my shelf and look at it for the rest of my life and never open it. But you know what, dude? Liquor is made to be drank, bro. I have Sean send you another jar.
0: <sighs> smells like Sugarlands. Sugarlands <laughs> smells like their bathroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's good. A lot of wheat.
0: That's what I get
1: from it. It's, it's the, uh, the malted wheat. You know what, yep. though, man. It's it's cool because I like a you know, I'm, and you know, people you talk to people like that. Have had my liquors. <laughs> I like a thinner flavor profile. I don't like a real. I don't like using this word, but I don't like a real dirty. Heavy liquor, I like it a little cleaner, a little thinner. You know, um, without us making big old jokes, going it's clean or whatever. But no, I mean, I do pre- do actually prefer something a little bit lighter in flavor, and that actually suits my palate a little bit more than a lot of the other shit that I've seen come out of like. Because you know, I tell you what, you don't fucking get is a mouthful of fucking sugar, you know, and I like
0: that. I like that a lot dry so the dryness is from that molded wheat Bennett that's what I like about it you know like that's what that's what, that's I, like what I like about it I like the dryness I'm a dryness guy I like weeded bourbons I like weeded liquors Fuck, yeah. you know and I'll drink 100 100% weeded liquor um I ever fill a barrel all the way if it's going to be with 100% wheat, and Dude. it's going to be awesome and <laughs> that's, that's the best thing I ever drank to Sean man You damn right it is, but You <laughs> damn right it is. That's the that's, only thing you ever made.
1: That's the funny that's funny you say that because I actually have a barrel of wheat that's been aging up for about a year and a half now. Uh I mean it's it's a fifteen gallon barrel. So it took me a long fucking time to get fifteen gallons of fucking liquor, of wheat liquor.
0: I'd be grateful for a handshake. I'd love to try it. I got
1: you. I got you. It's still <laughs> it's aging, but it'll get there.
0: I, I, I'm and, patient. So.
1: And uh, like- my wife was in Indiana last weekend, or last week. So I had her go by a liquor store and go get uh, Alan Bishops, a couple of Alan Bishops. I got the Hoosier apple brandy, and I got the weeder. Yeah. So I was like, and I messaged him too, go, hey, man, what should I get? And he was like, definitely get the uh, Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bourbon, and I was like, and I totally went off the rails and didn't even listen to him. So he's probably gonna he's probably gonna watch this and be like, motherfucker, that's the last time I give you advice. And he's like, because I literally pro- when got the winner, probably the hundred dollar bottle. You need the hundred dollar bottle. That's what you need. I'm not, no, I wouldn't. I'll tell you what, I'm, I would have bought whatever the fuck. I made, oh yeah, because so I like, just don't ever get up there to get it. Really.
0: I could drive forty five minutes for. I drive thirty minutes for me and get. <laughs> They've got like ten different of his liquors at this liquor store, because I'm I'm thirty minutes from the step line.
1: Depp told me that, so <laughs>
0: you know, I, I go there. And it's right next to the fire. Like you got to go to Indiana to buy good fireworks. So we hop on the highway. We drive thirty minutes. We hit the the Shelton fireworks. We hit fireworks. We hit the liquor store. It's like a candy store. They got one dollar handshakes. <laughs> so you know, you're buying forty different handshakes, and then. You know, they have all these, they have, it's the only place you can go get sugar around here. That's where I used to go get my sugar lids jars back in the day. And then, you know, I found out that they sell, sold Allen Bishop. So I've been over and got some beers and French lick liquor. Cause how do you not, you know what I'm saying? So um, do you get any berry on that?
1: Not, not so much berry, but I get a, I get a light back sweetness, you know? Um, I'll tell you what, it don't oh. taste like it's fucking 93 proof.
2: Put it, in the, uh, put it in the freezer and then try it
0: again. Okay. Or hit it with uh, one of those uh, what Ziz wheels, you know, a little aerator, a little mixer. <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> yeah, you know where I got that. from. I don't know what it's called. I just always remember Mark Rogers. Oh, Mark Rogers called it a Ziz wheel, so it will forever be called a Ziz wheel in my name. I have no idea what the hell it is. Somebody please give me the technical term of what I'm talking about. Uh, it's like a little coffee mixer. You stick it in there and you hit the button. A little electric coffee mixer. Man, I get
1: the wheel. You're welcome. You're right. I get all that wheat, man. That that's a shit ton. That uh, I love that wheat. Yeah, I love wheat. I fucking love wheat. People are like, man, I want, I want to taste your corn liquor. I go, no, because I don't make it. I don't make corn liquor, man. <laughs> I fucking make wheat and a lot of it. Fuck it, let's go. Well, and here recently, a lot of malted barley. I've been. I'm gonna start fucking with a lot of single malt stuff. So, welcome to the show, Jason. Got your shirt
0: on, bro. But, did you crack open Uncle Dum Dum? Nope, not yet. All right. Do I need to? I, well, yeah, if, why not? When in Rome, you know. Let us know what you think. Like, if you have, if dude, if say you're little, ever, if you're ever in. Uncle Dum-Dum, are you still in here? Somebody tell us where his place is at because I'm terrible.
2: It's in Florida right across the Georgia line.
0: Yeah.
1: That's not bad either.
0: So Uncle Dum-Dum, there he is. He's in Hilliard, Florida. Glad you're here. I was looking you up. He's in Hillier, Florida. You ever down there? I said it's a little north um, west of Jacksonville, just a little bit. Beautiful place. Stop in there. Buy you ten jars. You'll be glad you bought everyone. Again, of
1: them. again, man. It's that. It's well. I mean, it's ultra-high proof, right? So it's just, you know, it's essentially a uh, a vodka. So it's like it's got that nice, clean fucking taste to it that. And I and I don't mean that in a mean way because I like a thinner profile. Yeah. So like for me, those two jars work. You know, a lot of guys and, don't like that shit. I will thin my fucking rum out. I'll thin my rum out with fucking with a cane neutral that I'll make because I don't like a heavy heavy dose of cane. So for me, like that's fucking in line, dude. I love it. I like them both. And, you know, like and no and, shit talking on my end. There's no sugar. There's no sugar. There's no post flavor. It's just liquor. Right,
0: like, like oh, both, yeah, both of those stars so, are like something. Hold on, different.
2: hold on. I caught you in a lie. There's 150 pounds of sugar in that.
0: That's it, but you know, yes, you know, we're talking like you know, afterwards, you know, hey. there's no, oh, no no, 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 flavor. Yeah, no,
1: no it's not post, it's not. Yeah, they're both more like something that you well, that shit went home. through the fermentation process. Like, it's yeah.
2: yeah, I had to throw 150 pounds of sugar in there because I got a reputation of home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: you can was, was that 150 pounds of sugar left over from the show was what's it? Three yeah. years old, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the barrel. <laughs> wait for that run, huh? like, I'm gonna use that eventually,
1: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of sugar, if there's anybody in Texas that needs any, uh, so I'm we need selling. Well, well, <laughs> how much do you need? I could make it probably worth your fucking time if you wanted oh, okay. to drive down here. It sounds crazy, but I can get I can get pure cane right now to any to damn near anybody for about forty cents a pound. That's not bad. So. You, you can't know, beat about, that. About twenty dollars a sack.
0: Yeah. So
1: a
2: fifty-pound
0: sack. Fifty-pound sack for about twenty bucks. So you know, I will say, oh, uh, oh, JJ, oh, Joe Jackson, he just had a bottle come out of multi-blue uh, corn. He, Dude, he just I dropped, love he, blue corn. He just dropped a bottle. Uh, so. Uh, sure, if you want a bottle of JJ's liquor, get with JJ. I'll pick it up at the front of the bottle for
1: you, dude. And, and make sure you get it. You you handle yeah. that up with JJ. Uh, I actually met you. him. I, you know, he was out at Maggie walking around, and I I mean, just a very brief second, he walked by the tent, and I knew who he was. I was like, "Yo, what's up, man?" And um, I don't I've never had a whole lot of interactions with him, uh, but man, from that one little meeting, he seems like a solid dude. Uh,
0: JJ's good people, man. I yeah. love JJ, good good folk. Good. Uh, but yeah, I said you want to jar of his new liquor, get with him, and uh, you know, I'll play middleman for y'all. I got no problem with that. So, so. nice. I, I'm enjoying cricket tonight, John.
2: I got nothing.
0: <laughs> he, he, It'll be the last he, time. he moved in. He moved in. Oh, we know big big changes come around the the Rigsby household. Congratulations. We'll talk later about that. Joey, stay around. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, J.J. said, hit him up, man. So, Bennett, hit him, yeah, J.J., sure. you want a bottle? So, I'm looking forward to it. So, he was like, man, you know, I'll get him to you. And I was like, bro, I'm going to see you in two weeks at the Farm to Bottle. Hand him to me. I'm going to make you sign him like a fanboy.
1: So. He is famous. <laughs> Dude, Dude. Damn right. That's funny. Um, Mark and Digger <laughs> came by a uh, – a total wine in North Texas. That was about 15 minutes from my house. I shared that to you like, bro. And you're like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm gone. Like I went over there. I was like, what are they doing in Euless, Texas? And I was like, those guys don't ever come out this way. So I was like, you know what, dude? Fuck it. Let's go. So I took the afternoon off of work, ran, just kind of cruised over there, walked through the door. And they were like, what are you doing here? And I was like, bro, this is where I live. Like I'm, and they were like, damn, you come all the way out for those festivals Every year, for, I was like, Yeah, bro. So, you know, they're here and they're, you know, we were talking about temperature a little bit earlier. And I was like, How are y'all dealing with the temperature? And uh, Mark is like, Yeah, man, I brought a, a fucking light jacket. I might have to put it on at five o'clock. It's 106 degrees outside. And he's just like, Dude, I am <laughs> dying. <laughs> you can tell, bro, them boys are not built for this weather.
0: No, nah, bro. They were like, we- it
1: sucks. <laughs> And you know, you know they got overalls
0: on. They know, did. Like, they they did. Up. I ain't got no problem going with shorts and a cutoff. Like, All right. brand new shirt, man! <laughs> I'm blowing the doors off. So,
1: so for sure. So, Mark, when he was at uh, Maggie Valley, I walked up to him because at Popcorn, I don't know if anybody knows about. There's a couple guys in here that know about this story. I took one of my stickers <laughs> and I put it on their trailer, but I put it on the trailer. Hold on. Let me, i got to use Sean. So i got to use Sean because his is red. I put it on the trailer on a jar that they had on the side of their trailer. But my sticker went in and I stuck it in that little circle where it said proof. So there's this little moonshine shoe sticker that's like that on the jar and it fit perfectly. If you were looking at it and you didn't know what the hell you were looking for, you would have never known. So when they came out to Maggie Valley, I looked on their trailer to see if the sticker was still there and they had pulled it off. So Mark was walking by our tent and I was like, Hey man, did you happen to find a sticker on your trailer? He goes, yeah, I did. And I had to yank it off. So I'm laughing and he's laughing with me or whatever. And I was like, well, here's another sticker. I promise I won't stick it on your trailer. So he put it on his cup. So I was like, well, that's kind of cool to put my sticker on his cup and walk around with it or whatever. Um, when he came into Texas, he still had to, I mean, he, he's not an asshole. It's not like he did it to appease me. He still had my sticker on his cup when he was in Texas, so I thought that nice. was really cool. And then uh, when, when you came back
0: to the jam on Saturday, <laughs> there was a sticker right on your, uh, on your sight glass, wasn't there?
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, <laughs> I left it there because I wanted to, like – I know. Yeah, I was like uh, – I had the uh, still-talking um, – Uncut podcast sticker up on my still <laughs> in the middle of the like the sight glass, dude. Like, yeah, motherfuckers. I did. it was, I was, I
0: was walking. So, I was walking out, and it was late Friday. Uh, I was walking out, and me and my boy, and I forget who was with me, we stopped, and I was like, and it just popped in my head, like, bro, I'm stickering this dude still. I'm not stickering anybody else's still, and I'm just stickering shoe with still because it was funny inside, you know, because you did that to the he did that to their trailer and so there's these two dudes standing next to me and they were just giving me this look like oh i can't believe that your sticker is still and i'm like oh man it's like he's gonna get a kick out of this tomorrow he's gonna to be like this tomorrow. so yeah
1: yeah i left it on man i put it in there for uh some videos and just there you go it going.
0: oh joseph, joseph well <laughs> <Do it. laughs> we have a good time you know what i'm saying for sure, that's what it's all about, you know. And not at one point was you like, "Oh, I hate him for stickering my still." Like, you know, it was funny. You like, know? No, we, let it
1: ride.
0: Yeah, we, let, let it ride, ride. bro. So, shit happens. We're have a good time. So, well, boys, I think it's uh, been long enough. All right, we're coming up on the end here. You got? You got anything else that you want to ask, Sean? I'll just sit here and shoot the Bye. shit all night. Not that I can think of. I mean,
2: uh, does anybody else have anything they want to ask you?
0: Within a reason. We got any questions for Shu? I'll go ahead and do my my outro. I was going
2: to say, other than the size of uh, gloves he wears.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Show us your strong hand, Shua. Which one's your strong hand? Which one's (laughs) smaller than the
1: other one? They're a fucking kid's large. Okay, thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. They're
0: a YL. They're a oh. YL Youth Large. <laughs>
1: Give me no shit. I'm about to put uh, your I'm about to put your liquor on this as an outro. Oh shit. Well,
0: uh, all right. So next Monday we're gonna have Dan Gray on, the dude that's hosting the Farm to Bottle Festival. And so we're gonna have him on right before the festival. We're gonna shoot the shit. We're gonna let him talk about all that.
2: While we're talking about it, why don't we have some uh, some of the other boys on here too? Uh,
0: uh, American whiskey. So anybody else that's going to be at the Pour the Bottle next week, if you want to chime in about eight o'clock, go ahead and join us. You know, so we'll, we'll set all that up. We we'll are not eight. I'm dumb. Nine thirty. So uh, we'll get Dan on at I'm nine. Still dumb. Nine o'clock. I, I, I know. <laughs> no. 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 And hear me out. <laughs> hear, I'm not disputing that. I am dumb. But we'll get Dan on at nine. We'll let him. Talk about the far in the bottle, and then we'll bring some other people in about 9 30 or something. So, and then we'll, uh, we're going to be there. We're going to try to go live on Saturday, the 26th, about noon, and have an open mic. And anybody, else there can stop in and say hi. And, and you know, and we're going to jump on a couple. There's another podcast, American Whiskey. They're going to be live there. And I think there might be another. You just know, never know, man. It's going to be big. And we hope it's going to be the biggest one in Ohio. And Sean's going to bring his cricket with him. Just to make sure that he has a good time, also. Damn right, <laughs> damn right. So, uh, uh, you know, no, nobody's really got a. Oh, what's the favorite thing you make for yourself, Shua?
1: Fuck, dude. I mean, barrel aged rum, probably. Uh, everybody knows I make my. I love my rum. I love my rum, but I also like my wheat whiskey here. And i I've I've been like I was saying earlier. I've been on a. Uh, I know I just listed three things, but I've been on a a single malt kick here recently. So um, we'll see how the single malt comes out after I've aged it. So far, I love my barrel-aged rum, and I like my barrel-aged wheat whiskeys.
0: Nice, nice. Well, we appreciate you being on here, brother. We appreciate you talking about uh, your time at the Hillbilly Jam. It was awesome to see you. It's fucking awesome. It was cool to uh, burn liquor with you. I never thought I'd have been burning liquors at jam, but that was a good time. So <laughs> I wouldn't trade it for anything. Awesome, man. <laughs> I don't care how much trouble we had. You know, damn wet, right. wet wood. Then North Carolina, state in we'll Ohio. Sure. But all right, man. Well, hey, thanks we'll for look. having me. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Enjoy. <laughs> I'll see you next week at the Glen Rose. Y'all have a great night. Everybody no. shine on. Shine Stay on, sure.
1: Peace out.